Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I wish refused to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for, wow, it's already November the 23rd in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed. We use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide, and absolutely we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful, restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Hope you're all doing absolutely fantastic as we gear up for an incredible, happy Thanksgiving week. We're celebrating Thanksgiving all week on your radio. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. By the way, libertyroundtable.com, our website. Healthy donations are always welcome. Lovingliberty.net, our nationally syndicated radio network. Incredible talk show hosts around the clock. With our iPhone and our Android apps, you can listen anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Spread the word, share the love, donate liberally, provide feedback, and best of all, follow us on our Twitter. Wow, our Twitter feed our fitter tweed wow uh, yeah tweedle and dumb our twitter feed ladies and gentlemen where you can get all kinds of incredible news the networks refuse to use headlines from the shows and more welcome to the broadcast i'm celebrating thanksgiving all week and hope you're doing the same yesterday quick recap we had our guest on mr lowell nelson campaign for liberty.org doing a phenomenal job ron paul institute.org and we talked about quote blind joe's an incredible country singer uh, 2009, I think it was, uh, the voice contestant got washed out in the, um, uh, what do they call that? The elimination rounds, the drop kick rounds. What are those things called? <laughs> All right. They're called the knockout rounds, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just teasing. Um, the only kind of knockouts we support is those kind of peaceful knockouts. You might lose the voice, but you don't get beat up. You know, the old knockouts from people just punching folks in the streets, uh, was a game that occurred years ago that we reported on the radio. Now it's getting even more violent than that, sad to say. Nevertheless, Blind Joe's I Will Not Comply, incredible video, country singer there, thought would bring that to your attention, thanks to Lowell Nelson letting us know about that one. We also talked about the diabolical digital ID. It will indeed control your life if we let it, ladies and gentlemen. They're pushing for global, I don't know what you want to call them, IDs, dossiers, a digital ID system, for example, has been implemented into India. They got this weird database over there. It contains the digital identifications of more than a billion people, making it the largest diabolical biometric digital ID system ever created, ladies and gentlemen. Very scary. They're doing the same thing in countries all across the globe, including in the United States of America. The system is really a, quote, de facto social credit system, ladies and gentlemen. It's sold to the public as the, quote, key access point to government services. But it also keeps track of your locations. Wow. Employment, purchasing habits, 
and a whole lot more, ladies and gentlemen. These tyrants are trying to implement the system around the world and in the United States. It's insane. We must not submit, ladies and gentlemen. We must not comply. If we do, then our children and our grandchildren will grow up in a world where they won't even know what it's like to be free. You're going to allow that to happen on your watch, ladies and gentlemen? I'm going to do all within my power to jettison that narrative. I'll tell you that right now. We talked about the Oklahoma National Guard doing just that. They're refusing the VAX mandate. We believe more states should follow suit. The battle's on, ladies and gentlemen. The general, the general government cannot force all of us to comply. They don't have the manpower to force all the several states to comply, ladies and gentlemen. But not only do they not have the manpower, though, it's a matter of jurisdictional reality. Uh, Richard Mack's Tenth Amendment win over Bill Clinton is an, an incredible example to highlight the point of dual sovereignties. The federal government has no authority over the states like that. That's one separation of powers violated. The federal government and the several states are dual sovereigns, according to Antonin Scalia at the Supreme Court, right? So there's one separation of power. The second separation of power is Joe Biden's in the wrong branch of government to make law. Another separation, another check and balance to protect the people from someone like Joe gaining too much power, right? So ladies and gentlemen, more states should follow suit. We've got to nullify now. We've got to stand up. We've got to get involved. We also talked about, we focused on the Week in Act conference quite a bit. Salt Lake City, it was incredible. Over 3,000 people attended and more. Uh, and we were so busy with that conference, we failed to report on and mention Ty and Charlene, wow, Ty and Charlene Bollinger uh, hosted a conference on health and medical freedom in Nashville, Tennessee, virtually at the same time we had our conference. I bring that to your attention, ladies and gentlemen, because it was an incredible conference. So the... Uh, Speeches are online. Check it out. They had an incredible health freedom conference. There's folks gathering for liberty all around the nation. Our event had about 3,000 plus people in attendance. Their event had about 2,000 people in attendance, and they were at the same time. It's literally 5,000 people standing together for the sacred cause of freedom who took the time to buy tickets, who took the time to actually attend. All right. In radio, in yesteryear, we used to be uh, told or taught this principle. You know, for every one person that calls in, there's a hundred that agree. And you say that because most people are too busy. They don't call in. They're driving in their car. They're doing whatever they're doing. And so it was kind of a representation reference point. So think about it. If 5,000 Americans attended for liberty, and you do a hundred times that, how many people is that? Ten times would be what? 500,000? hundred times would be five million people. Now we're getting somewhere, right? Now that was our one of Liberty Roundtable Live, ladies and gentlemen, with Lowell Nelson doing a phenomenal job as always. Hour two yesterday, we had our guest on Mr. Pete Sepp of the National Taxpayers Union. He's the president of the National Taxpayers Union, NTU. NTU is the voice of American taxpayers, mobilizing elected officials and citizens alike on behalf of tax relief and tax reform, ntu.org. Pete Sepp, longtime friend, doing a phenomenal job, as always, breaking down Joe Biden's three-point, uh, what do you want to call it, abuse plan, three-pronged plan of abuse. I kid you not. First off, you got the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021. It already passed trillions of dollars. You've got Biden just signed the one-plus trillion dollar what they call this thing, the BIF plan, B-I-F. Yeah, they call it the infrastructure plan as well. Uh, they signed that into law. So that's two out of the three 
initiatives Joe Biden is moving forward with spending us into literal oblivion. The third one on the table is now, and it's called the Build Back Better Act. Yeah, it's waiting on the Senate now. The House already passed it. Joe will sign it. Will the Senate stand up and stop it or not? Remember, there's a tiebreaker in the Senate. Guess who's the tiebreaker? Communist Kamala. Uh, That's my opinion to which I'm entitled. She's literally a communist. That's my opinion. But literally, we're waiting on the Senate to see what they'll do. Do they have enough guts? Do we have enough mojo to stop it? Or are we going to get sold down the river and have Kamala be the tiebreaker and have her vote in the affirmative and we're sold down the river once again? These three-pronged plan of the president's, if you accept Joe as your president, literally over $5 trillion in the balance. Our national debt, ladies and gentlemen, is $29 plus trillion and going on 30 as fast as you can say the word 30 trillion dollars and by the way if you start to add in unfunded liabilities ladies and gentlemen we're well north of a hundred trillion dollars i don't even i don't even know how to fathom counting to a trillion much less a hundred trillion dollars ladies and gentlemen can you all right fight against the build back better act now bust that fiasco into shreds call your Congressman, call your senators and say, "Uh uh-uh, don't you dare vote for more and more out-of-control, belligerent spending. Don't do it. And if they say they will or if they don't double down in favor of rejecting this plan, make sure that you peacefully look for somebody else to fill their slot. In other words, next election cycle, find somebody else who will have fiscal restraints, who will reject out-of-control spending, who will consider our children and our grandchildren when it comes to the future. All right, we talked about misinformation about Kyle Rittenhouse. The case floods social media, ladies and gentlemen, big time. TV networks, the social media, everybody else. Wow, they're out of control, folks. I'm telling you right now, they literally have been spreading information like wildfire. Is it intentional? I don't know. But I don't see Facebook and Twitter shutting those folks down. The liberals can spread any disinformation they want to, and it's no harm, no foul. You and I say one thing they deem, quote, incorrect, fake news. Then they shut us down like you wouldn't believe. But there you have it. Misinformation about Kyle Rittenhouse case all over the place. And uh, we call a halt to that con game, that's for sure. The fact is Kyle Rittenhouse is innocent of all charges. Jury says it was a clear case of self-defense. What more do you want, huh? What more do you really want uh, uh, us to think about the Kyle Rittenhouse case? You can say it's wrong. That's up to you, but that's a matter of the jury. Remember, remember that Americans uh, have been given kind of the last say on most things. That's why the checks and balances are in favor of we, the people. In this case, it's a jury of his peers that look at the case and say, hey, you know what? We don't really see that he was out of control here. Uh, the gun charge got jettisoned by the judge because that's the law. The jury said, look, we don't see this as a, a guilt situation. Again, per the law. Do you accept the law in America, ladies and gentlemen, or no? Well, many of the liberals are jettisoning the law, led by Joe Biden, who says it doesn't matter if the courts put a halt. It doesn't matter if OSHA put a halt on forced vaccinations. Joe says, do it anyway. Ignore the courts. Ignore OSHA. Well, I think we've got to shut down OSHA because it's unconstitutional. But imagine your president and thief, I mean chief, doing that, right? Just encouraging to ignore the law? Liberty Roundtable Live. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. 
Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Yeah, baby, the land of the free, Uncle Ted singing his heart out in his new incredible album. We're going to have Ted on TV with us next hour, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, Sam Bushman teaming up with good Sheriff Richard Mack on Brighty on TV. And uh, Come and Take It is the first single from the upcoming album Detroit Muscle, which is slated for release this spring on April 29th. Uncle Ted added again the Motor City Madman, Uncle Ted, releases his new single. It's a powerful patriotic anthem, ladies and gentlemen. Come and take it, reminding us of our sacred First and Second Amendment rights. Anyway, Ted will be with us second hour on TV, along with Alex Newman. He'll be with us. So Alex Newman, first hour, or first half hour, Ted, second half hour on your radio. I digress. I just wanted to promo that a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we talked about this massive armed mob. Yeah, literally loots Nordstrom's department store. Bystanders describe the chaos. Jack Davis with the article. They say like a swarm of locusts working in tactical precision. A mob of looters ransacked Nordstrom's. They had about 80 people, about 25 cars that blocked the entrance. They rolled in with crowbars. They ransacked the place and beat people up and then took off in their vehicles. A flash mob of abuse, if you will. 
And uh, that's bad enough, ladies and gentlemen. That happened at a Walnut Creek Nordstrom. And what's sad about that is Walnut Creek is not your average hood, ladies and gentlemen. Walnut Creek is a pretty nice place. Uh, but the thugs went in. People were shocked and freaked out. And you think that's enough, right? You think, well, that's a weird once-in-a-lifetime kind of thing. No, 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 no. It's starting to happen all over the country, ladies and gentlemen. I've been warning about this for a while. People think I'm nuts on parade, but now they're going to start to listen, uh, maybe. Or maybe the American people are just stupid and ignorant enough not to listen until it comes to a theater near the, I mean, a mall, a Nordstrom, a Walmart, uh, whatever place of mayhem uh, is near you. Most people probably won't get it until that happens, right? Sad but true. But here's the deal. It already happens at Nordstrom over the weekend. It's getting worse because here's the next headline. Ready? Up to 40 looters. Target California Bay Area stores for the third straight day in a row. Jack Phillips, Western Journal. Yeah, this is out of control. It's not just a once in a while thing. They're uh, creating these flash mobs all over the country in some of the most peaceful places you can imagine. Places where uh, many of us walk and talk and live and, man, it's out of control, folks. I don't know what to think of this. I don't know what to think of that at all. But there you have it. Just thought I'd bring that to your attention. Our prayers are with the folks in California. Uh, I know it's not uh, where you are if you live in rural America right now. But I sadly submit to you that it's coming to a theater near you. Because once these things start to take, I don't know what you want to call it, hold in America, then it starts to spread like wildfire. And I mentioned the knockout round for Blind Joe <laughs> on The Voice. And that's a peaceful, you're just not going to continue in the um, the voice talent, um, whatever you want to call it, battle for the king of The Voice, if you will. We're talking about the knockouts of yesteryear. We're documented by Colin Flaherty uh, in WND.com. He was a reporter there. He wrote a, a book called White Girl Bleed a Lot. And in that book, he documented this knockout game that the teenagers would play. they just walk up to somebody and just nail them, punch them in the face, and just knock them out, and then just leave them on the ground. That was a big fad years ago. But now we're getting into this flash mob mentality violence uh, where it's massive, folks. Anyway, be wary of that. Be on guard at all times. Because sadly, it's coming to a store, a theater, a mall, whatever near you. I pray that it doesn't, ladies and gentlemen, but we're hearing more and more of shootings and violent acts literally everywhere now. All right, we talked about COVID vaccine deaths and injuries yesterday as well. And they're exploding, ladies and gentlemen, well over 30,000 deaths. That's COVID vaccine deaths recorded by a European database. And in the United States, it's over 18,000 deaths. You say, well, Sam, that's nothing compared to the million-plus deaths that have gone on around the world because of the COVID. I know. But these are COVID vaccine deaths, ladies and gentlemen. This is supposedly the cure. Yeah, but you say, well, Sam, that's not too bad. Yeah, the problem is there's millions of adverse reactions, though. And, uh, for example, there's a debate on the VARS United States database. They compile the summaries on this thing, and it's a big old debate about how they're counting their numbers, right? For example, only 1% of the injuries get reported to VARS in the first place. 
So if you have 18,000 deaths on VARS, 18,000, what, 10% or 10 times would be 180,000. Uh, it might be 1.8 million if you do 1%. Uh, these are uh, deaths. Adverse reactions are more. You got a million adverse reactions on that thing already. Ladies and gentlemen, is the cure worse than the problem it's trying to solve? Anyway, there you have it. But it's the Lazarus report uh, on the VARS database that documents that only about 1% reporting takes place on that thing. This is disaster in the making, folks. I'm not sure what's worse, the vaccine or the coronavirus. They both seem like uh, intentional bioweapons to me. Women are having trouble having children after they get the coronavirus and or the vaccine. All kinds of strange things are happening to people. Wow, what a scary scenario that we've faced. By the way, last year, America's doctors, nurses, paramedics, were celebrated as frontline heroes battling a fearsome new pandemic. But sadly today, under Joe Biden, tens of thousands of these same frontline hero Americans are denounced as rebels, conspiracy theorists, extremists, rebels, and potential terrorists. What a sad tale to tell, I'll tell you that. Wow. And that's a recap of the broadcast that took place just yesterday on Liberty Roundtable Live. That broadcast is still available on demand at your fingertips. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net. You can also download the Loving Liberty apps, Android and iPhone. They're free, but you can listen to live and on-demand radio at your fingertips. You can check out our Twitter feed and more. You can donate. You can provide feedback. We'd love it all. Participate today, will you please? All right, so we talked about up to 40 looters are literally running around California Bay Area stores and looting, and they're violent, and they're causing problems, and Jack Phillips reporting that headline in addition to the Nordstrom disaster. But, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk for the rest of the hour about the media a little bit. You know, I've always mentioned to you, and I've given speeches and presentations across the country, he who owns the media makes the rules for quite some time, and boy, Howdy, do we see this as reality now, okay? And I've also mentioned that the new media is taking center stage. And you know what? I always have mentioned to you that why don't conservatives put their money where their mouth is when it comes to the media? Why not? Why, why is this so tough? We could use an angel investor, ladies and gentlemen. We could use people putting in a couple of bucks. You know what? From 10 bucks, 5 bucks, a dollar a month, whatever you can give, on to bigger donations. We need the support. You say, Sam, I don't want to fund your family. I don't, you know, you, you got to make your own living, Sam. Go get a real job. Okay, fine. I have one. I run an IT company called Small Business Tech Guys. Okay, so I do have a real job and I do work hard and I do fund my own family. I don't want you to fund my family, ladies and gentlemen. But what I do want you to do is fund the media because I can't do it alone. I put not only a ton of time into it, but I put my money into it too. Okay, when I go, um, and broadcast live from an event, I have to take days off work. I actually lose money when I go, even if somebody pays for the trip. But I pay for it oftentimes myself. I fund the media as much as the next guy, that's for sure. But I spend my time and my money on it because I believe that it is one of the greatest keys to success and to restoring the republic 
in the tradition of our founders. It's one of the peaceful ways to make a difference. And that's why I do it, because I believe it's really one of the keys. Kurt Crosby and I got involved over 25 years ago because we believe it's one of the great solutions. When the people get the right information, most people make good, wise choices, ladies and gentlemen. They really do. But it's really hard if people can't get good information. When we come back, I want to talk about Bill Gates and others in the media. Why do the liberals fund the media big time, but conservatives with money never do? We'll compare Bill Gates and Donald Trump, and we'll do it in seconds, right here on Liberty Roundtable, live. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Waukesha Christmas Parade murder suspect Daryl Brooks Jr. made bail twice in Wisconsin this year despite having a warrant out of Nevada for a sex offense after getting a 15-year-old pregnant. Two separate Wisconsin judges freed him on low-cost bail. Five people were killed, four dozen injured, when it's alleged Mr. Brooks took to the parade on Sunday. Waukesha District Attorney Susan Opper planned to bring formal homicide charges Tuesday afternoon to Mr. Brooks. President Biden said the Department of Energy will release 50 million barrels of oil held in the United States Strategic Petroleum Reserve as Americans pay more for gas now than they have in years. Biden also said China, India, Japan, the Republic of Korea, and the United Kingdom will tap their reserves, too. The 56-year-old daughter of Malcolm X, Malika Shabazz, was found dead Monday in her Brooklyn, New York home. WABC-TV is reporting the death did not appear to be suspicious. USA Radio News. Hi, this is Wayne Allen Root. Are you among the millions of Americans who feel uncertain when it comes to your health care? I'm happy to inform you there is a solution, and that solution is Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare is a community of like-minded people who work together to pay for their medical costs. There are no networks, so you choose your doctor, you choose your hospital. Liberty HealthShare allows you to easily decide how, when, and where you will access health care because our rights come from God, not government. It could be the best practical, moral, and economical choice for you and your family. It was for me. I joined at the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org. Australia is taking drastic actions to fight COVID-19. The Australian Army has begun forcibly removing residents in the Northern Territories to the Howard Springs Quarantine Camp located in Darwin after nine new COVID-19 cases were identified in the community of Binjari. Residents of Binjari and Rockhole no longer have the five reasons to leave their homes, said Northern Territory Chief Minister Michael Gunner. It's highly likely that more residents will be transferred to Howard Springs today, either as positive cases or close contacts. We've already identified 38 close contacts in Binjari, and that number will go up. Those 38 are being transferred now. The move comes after hard lockdowns were instituted in the communities of both Binjari and nearby Rockhole on Saturday nights. From the USA Radio News, West Texas Bureau, I'm Brad Bernards. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the New York Giants 30-10 to in Monday Night Football's national broadcast. USA Radio News. 
with news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. And so I want to compare Bill Gates, uh, Donald Trump. Uh, I want to compare Jeff Bezos uh, and Mike Lindell and, and some of these other people. It's fascinating to me how it all works. The liberals seem to put their money where their mouth is, big time, every time. The conservatives never do. They talk a good talk, but I'll give you the comparison. Bill Gates is funding media like nobody's business. Jeff Bezos funding the media like nobody's business. You say, well, Sam, Donald Trump, and Mike Lindell, they are, aren't they? No, not really. So Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos haven't asked me for a penny, ladies and gentlemen. But you know what? Donald Trump and Mike Lindell have asked me for money every single day almost for literally years now, ladies and gentlemen. I uh, helped Donald Trump in 2016. I didn't vote for him, but I helped him because I was kind to him in the media. On Super Tuesday, I had his son on, Donald Trump Jr. Uh, Shortly thereafter, uh, we promoted Eric Trump. So Donald Trump Jr. and Eric Trump, both on the radio. Uh, We had on surrogate after surrogate after surrogate and really helped Donald Trump get elected for the most part. Now you say, well, Sam, why would you help him get elected if you didn't vote for him? Because I'm going to acknowledge all the good that everybody does. Donald Trump has done a lot of good. Let's be very clear. But I find it fascinating that I even went to the Republican National Convention where Donald Trump uh, was the nominee. And I literally had a booth right across from CNN's booth. And we broadcasted live from that event. We broadcasted live from the Republican, uh, not only uh, convention, uh, but from the inauguration. We broadcasted live at the inauguration of Donald Trump as well. We've covered Donald Trump and many of his surrogates literally a ton on the radio and supported him big time with our own money, our own network, our own efforts. Well, Mike Lindell saying he wants news coverage. Matt at Fox saying they've kind of betrayed him because they won't let him talk about uh, the election fraud. Well, Mike Lindell's right. There is election fraud, ladies and gentlemen. There's no doubt about it, right? But here's the interesting thing. Mike Lindell and Donald Trump and these people have asked me for money, 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 money. I email them and say, I don't have money. I'm putting it all into the media. You know, I, a little different from Donald Trump, actually invested in the media. So is Bill Gates. (laughs) So is Jeff Bezos. Uh, So is Mike Lindell, and good for him for doing it. But I don't see that Donald Trump's invested in the media, really. At least not in the media that I'm involved in. He sure hasn't. In fact, I try to reach out to interview Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr., Eric Trump, Mike Lindell, and they all ignore me or turn me down now. Why? What are they afraid of? Are they afraid of me being too radical of a talk show host? Too sharp tongue for their liking? I think not. Alex Jones, 10 times more sharp tongue than I am. And he even got beat up over the Sandy Hook scenario and lost a bunch of lawsuits and lost a bunch of money and credibility, right? Now, I'm not here to attack Alex Jones. I'm here to mention that you can't tell me I'm too hot to touch. Donald always runs around kind of like he's the hottest guy in the media and, man, everything's just too hot. Can you handle it? You better. Well, okay. But here's the deal. Why does Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos not ask me for a penny? They put in money big time. But Donald Trump needs my five bucks, my ten bucks to save us from the Bill Gates, from the Jeff Bezos, 
from the Joe Bidens and Kamala Harris's of the world, right? But I submit to you that it's bogus. Here's the deal. Documents now show that Bill Gates has given well over $319 million to media outlets. Yeah, they they searched the government. I guess the, in the company's database, they provide grants. And Mint Press now can reveal that Bill Gates and crew have literally funded all kinds of media outlets to the tune of over $319 million. Who's Mint Press? You know what? I didn't know much about them until this report came out, but they're pretty interesting. Mint Press revealed that the Gates Foundation has put a lot of money in. A lot of money in. Alan McLeod did the research for Mint Press on this thing. And, man, the numbers are incredibly shocking. So while Donald Trump, multimillionaire, perhaps billionaire, begs me for cash so that he can get into the media, and I hear him begging me for cash over and over and over, but every time I see him launching a, 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 a news service, a media service, it fails. It goes away from the death of Donald Trump. It's not even around anymore. So I put together on my own thin dime, Liberty News Radio, worked with other folks putting thin dimes together and uh, LovingLiberty.net and other ventures. Uh, and we're not done. We've been at it for 25-plus years. Talk about staying power, right? Uh, we've even been sued by the FCC, the IRS, and the USDA all at the same time they attacked us. We're still here to tell about it. But anyway, so while Donald Trump begs me for money, and while Jeff Bezos doesn't, uh, well, make any bones about him being in the media, you know, uh, Bill Gates is kind of quieter about it. But if you dig in and find out like Mint Press did, you begin to understand what's really, really going on. Okay? So Mint Press revealing that big money has been going to the media. Alan McLeod with the reporting. And I'll give you some examples, a bunch of them to make the point. Here's the award given directly to media outlets by the Bill Gates, Bill and Melinda Foundation. National Public Radio, NPR. So they steal my tax dollars. I got to pay tax dollars to compete with myself. But in addition, they get over $24 million from Bill Gates. $24 million. The Guardian, including theguardian.org, almost $13 million. Cascade Public Media, $10,800,000. Public Radio International, another huh, taxpayer funded we got to compete with. Public Radio International, yeah, almost $8 million, $7,700,000 plus dollars. The Conversation, $6,600,000. Univision, $5.9 million. Uh, I don't know what it's called, Der Spiegel Germany? $5.4 million. Project Syndicate, $5.2 million. Education Week. Wow. $4 million, $4.8 million. Um, Weta, I guess. Some of these places I don't really know, so it's hard to say what they are. Weta, $4.5 million. NBC Universal Media, $4.3 million. Nation Media, quote, Kenya, 
$4,073,000. Lamont, France, $4,014,000. Uh, what's this thing called? Beck Assist, I think is how you say it. $3.9 million. El Pais, $3.9 mil. BBC, $3.6 mil. CNN, $3.6 million. KCETV, $3.5 million. Population Communications International, population.org. That's not pop.org now. That's not Stephen Mosher. This is population.org, 3.5 mil. The Daily Telegraph. Again, these people that you think are great reporters that, you know, get the skinny on people. I don't know. 3.4 million to the Daily Telegraph by Bill Gates. I guess this thing's called Chalkbeat. 2.6 million. The Education Post, 2.6 million. Rockefeller Productions. UK, 2.4 mil. Corporation for Public Broadcasting. 2.4 mil. Uh, Upworthy, 2.3 mil. Financial Times, 2,300,000. The 74 Media, 2.2 mil. Texas Tribune, think about this. Texas Tribune, 2.3 mil. Pun, I guess it's called Punch Nigeria. 2.1 mil. News Deeply, 1,600,000. The Atlantic, 1.4 million. Wow. Minnesota Public Radio. Again, they're probably a uh, NPR affiliate, but Minnesota Public Radio, 1.2 mil. Your Media, 1,100,000 plus. The New Humanitarian, 1,046,000. Shiger, Ethiopia, 1 million plus. Al Jazeera, Bill Gates is funding Al Jazeera, $1 million. ProPublica, 1 million. Crosscut Media, 810 grand. We'll tell you more. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world.
More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. All right, we're talking about the fact that documents show that Bill Gates has given over $319 million to all kinds of media outlets. The numbers are shocking, and it's fascinating to me why Donald Trump begs me for money to help him launch a media service that he continues to talk about launching, but I can't join or find for the life of me. Literally, we've been talking about this for years. Donald, if you really need help launching a media outlet, you know what? Fund my network. We'll create a new channel for Donald Trump. We'll call it the Donald Trump channel. And uh, we can do radio and we can do TV if you put in a chunk of change. Uh, we can get that done just for you if it's really that hard for you to get your people to do it for you. Call us. We'll help you, bro. And if you don't want to fund us, we'll help you for free if you make these things available to us. But you know what? So far, it's like uh, complain, complain, complain about the media. Don't get involved in the media. Let Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos and the liberals do it. But, hey, conservatives don't put their money where their mouth is. For the most part, I'm here to prove it. So it's called Utah or Ut Public Media, whatever that is. Ut Public Media. They got $810,000 from Bill Gates. Uh, Gris Magazine, seven hundred and fifty grand. Kurz Jizik. 575 grand educational broadcasting corp 506 uh 6000 classical 98.1 500 grand pbs 499000 gannett 499000 mail and guardian south africa 492000 it just goes on down from there all kinds of business day night Nigeria, four hundred sixteen thousand. Medium dot com, four hundred twelve grand. Newtopia, three hundred fifty grand. Independent Television Broadcasting Inc., three hundred grand. Independent Television Service, three hundred thousand dollars. Cakes and Media, or Cakesing? I don't know how you say that. Cakes and Media. China, 250 grand. Pacific News Service, 255, or 225,000. National Journal, 225 grand. Chronicle of Higher Education, Bell and Whistle Company, Media Trust, New York Public Radio, 77 grand. Anyway, together these donations tar, tar, um, total more than $319 million. Now, you think about that, and you think, that's a lot of money. That's right. Donald Trump emailing me every day going, Sam, can you put in 5 bucks, 50 bucks? we got an ad we need to run. <laughs> wow. 
Now, they say the money is generally directed towards issues close to the Gates' hearts. To Bill and Melinda Gates, right? For example, the $3.6 million CNN grant went specifically to reporting on gender equality. With a particular focus on least developed countries. Producing journalism on the everyday inequalities endured by women and girls across the world. Again, this is where Bill Gates sounds benevolent. Oh, I care about the girls. But then when you find out he hangs out with Jeffrey Epstein and he's a pervert, then you go, what? That's right. And when you find out that he's basically promoting all kinds of abortion, all kinds of, quote, female family planning services that turn out to be nothing but baby murdering, you go, wow. Bill and crew put their money where their mouth is for their agenda. Now, don't they? Now, they say the Texas Tribune, believe it or not, received millions to increase public awareness and engagement of education reform issues in Texas. So, again, Gates is big on education. Never mind he dropped out of college himself, right? Given that Bill is one of the charter school's most fervent supporters. Yeah. They're putting uh, pro-corporate charter school inserted into the media disguised as objective news reporting, right? The Gates Foundation has also given nearly $63 million to charities, closely aligned with big media outlets. So not only have we documented the $319 million directly to the media outlets, but there's big money going to these, quote, charitable foundations that are aligned with big media outlets as well including, for example, nearly $53 million to the BBC Media Action. Uh-huh. Over $9 million to what's called MTV's Staying Alive Foundation. $1 million to the New York Times, what they call um, Neediest Causes Fund. Don't you know you got to be involved in the neediest causes, Right. While not specifically funding journalism, donations to the philanthropic arms of a media player should still be noted and highlighted because they commingle funds, uh, because they can look benevolent, but yet, well, tell the tale, right? Gates, for example, continues to underwrite a wide network of investigative journalism centers as well, totaling just over $38 million. Dollars, more than half of which has gone to the BBC National Center for Journalists. I guess it's an international center for journalists. Did you know we had the BC International Journalist Group getting a ton of money from Bill Gates? Yeah. Their goal is to expand and promote African media. So he does this worldwide, but it's happening in the United States big time as well. These centers include, and they have a big list, International Center for Journalists, $20 million, grand. Premium Times Center for Investigative Journalism. How much? Oh, this is in Nigeria. $3.8 million. The Pulitzer Center for Crisis Reporting, $2.4 million. Foundation, whatever, your act of politics. International Women's Media Foundation, 1.5 million. 
Center for Investigative Reporting, 1.4 million. Intermedia Survey Institute, 1.2 million. So when you hear these surveys, uh, is this Survey Institute behind it? Well, Bill's funding it, so it's going to be very favorable of Bill's agenda, isn't it? The Bureau of Investigative Journalism, 1 million plus. Uh, Internews Network, 900 plus grand. Communications Consortium Media Center, over $800,000. Institute for Nonprofit News, 6.5 or $650,000. The Pointer Institute for Media Studies, 382 grand. I mean, it just goes on. Institute for Advanced Journalism Studies, 250 plus thousand. They go on. Mississippi Center for Investigative Reporting got 100 grand. In addition to this, ladies and gentlemen, the Gates Foundation also promotes journalism associations and press associations with cash to the tune of at least 12 million. The Newspapers Association, ladies and gentlemen, representing more than 200 news outlets, have received 3.2 million. So now the newspapers, every aspect of the media is literally funded by and invested in by Bill Gates. The list of these organizations goes on and on, but includes Education Writers Association, 5,900 grand. National Newspaper Publishers Association, 3.2 million. National Press Foundation, 1,900 grand. Washington News Council, 698,000. American Society of News Editors Foundation, 250 grand. Reporters Committee for Freedom of the Press. They got only 25 grand. Those poor guys better learn how to contend for Bill's money a little better, don't they? This brings our running total of this section up to $216.4 million, ladies and gentlemen. The foundation also puts up the money to directly change or train journalists all around the world in the form of scholarships, courses, and workshops. Yeah. You can literally grow all the way from your education to your degree, to your position at work, all funded by the Bill Gates Foundation. The Gates Foundation puts together grants pertaining to the instruction of journalists, and these groups include John Hopkins University, $1.8 million, Teachers College, Columbia University, $1.4 million, University of California, Berkeley, $767,000. Anyway, this China group, four hundred and fifty grand. Seattle University, 414000 Institute for Advanced Journalism Studies, two hundred and fifty-four grand. Rhodes University, South Africa, $189,000. grand. Montclair State University, $160,000. Pan Atlantic University Foundation, $130,000. World Health Organization, 38,000. The Aftermath Project, 15 grand. Anyway, they also pay for a wide range 
of specific media campaigns around the world. Yeah. In India, for example, five point, let's see, 5.7 million since 2014 in India to promote, again, these family planning, sexual reproductive planning stuff, all funded by Bill Gates. Really, it's population control disguised as we care about women around the world. Yeah. What about the projects supported by the Gates Foundation? European Journalism Center, 20 million. Wow. European Journalism Center, 20 million. World University Service of Canada, 12 million. Well Told Story Limited, 9,800,000. Solutions Journalism Inc., 7,200,000. Entertainment Industry Foundation, 6,600,000. Population Foundation of India, 5,700,000. Participant Media, 3.9 million. I mean, they've got all these groups I can't even pronounce. New America, 3,400,000. All Africa Foundation, 2 plus million. Steps International, 2,200,000. Center for Advocacy and Research, 2,200,000. The Sesame Workshop, Paynos Institute, Open Cities Lab, Harvard University, 1,100,000. Learning Matters, 1 million plus. The Aaron Dine Research Center, 981 grand. Thompson Media Foundation. I mean, it just goes on and on and on, ladies and gentlemen. But let's be very clear. All I can tell you is we got to do something about it. We better put our money where our mouth is, that's for sure. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. Hour one of the can two coming up. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. Friday on TV, simulcast in seconds. Alex Newman first, Ted Nugent second. God save the Republic.
Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3. Founded by Judge Roy Moore, please partner with us to achieve this important mission. morallaw.org. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain of the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman on your TV and on your radio with Alex Newman, Sheriff Richard Mack, Uncle Ted Nugent, and a whole lot more talking about crimes of the educators, talking about the book, The Great Prison Break, uh, talking about in the first hour of the broadcast, documents show Bill Gates has given over $319 million to the media, a bunch more that are that's obfuscated, hidden from view. Bill Gates, a serious player in the media but taking a low profile as he does so talking about literally criminals all across the country up to 40 looters targeting bay area stores literally for three days in a row ladies and gentlemen absolutely out of control talking about the motor city madman ted nugent he says hey you know what the biggest threat to america is apathy he's right about that i said that it was the federal reserve i'm right about that Alex Newman said it was the educational system indoctrinating the next generation of children. He's right about that. No doubt it's a target-rich environment, to say the least. And uh, so go to HunterNation.org, and you can learn more about Ted's efforts there. Go to TheNewAmerican.com, and you can learn more about Alex Newman's efforts there. Go to CSPOA.org, and you can learn more about Sheriff Richard Mack's efforts there. Go to LibertyRoundTable.com or LovingLiberty.net and learn about our efforts at those locations as well. We'd like to wish all of you a happy Thanksgiving. And we want to add to this the last story of the hour. Um, Biden orders 50 million barrels of oil to be released from the strategic oil reserve to cool surging 
crisis, theepictimes.com with that piece. So hopefully there'll be a little bit of a relief at the pump, ladies and gentlemen. A happy Thanksgiving to all of you from us as we celebrate Thanksgiving week. I am Sam Bushman. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. Our goal, to promote God, family, and country, and to protect life, liberty, and property. Ladies and gentlemen, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.